In previous podcasts, I've talked about emotional weather veins, where your borderline might be pointing north, and then quickly they point south. After a while, you have to believe that it's not you, it's the situation. Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. Well, I'd like to relay a situation that happened just this past weekend that clearly defines to me that it's not you, it's the situation. Because as, I guess, codependents or people who are involved with a borderline, we always feel like it's us. We've done something. We've created this circumstance. We never really step back and look at the borderline or the narcissist or the person with a cluster B personality disorder and put the onus on them. We frequently take it very personally, their behaviors, their rages, their insults, their emotional abuse, their neglect, all the things that go with it. And so this past weekend, my UBPD wife, who I believe is comorbid with narcissistic personality disorder, was triggered somehow, some way I can actually tell when it's going to be a good day or it's going to be a bad day when I come downstairs in the morning. This was over the weekend. And already you can kind of see almost like a volcanic eruption. You can see the thought grenades being thrown out before the borderline is triggered. Or in my that's it's sometimes in my case, I can see on the horizon the wave coming. The wave that's going to come and wash away the emotional sandcastle. Uh, if you haven't listened to that podcast, please do. But we're always building sandcastles. We're always trying to rebuild the relationship, redefine it, make it better, keep it whole. And so I could see as the days led up to this past experience that I will relate to you in just a moment, I could already see the comments, what I like to call thought grenades, where my wife kind of throw things, throws things out at me, sort of just statements, just, just to kind of test me. And that's also another previous podcast that I've done in the past called testing, testing one, two, three, because you will be tested on a continual basis. The borderline will always be testing you. The narcissist will always be testing you, your resilience, how you react because they feed off of that. And so I don't know exactly how it came to pass, but my wife came downstairs and was looking at the, the office where she works and does her work. She's a, she works in the education field. And all of a sudden, she just said, I can't take it anymore. I want to blow my brains out. I just can't take this anymore. I, I just, I'm, I'm done. I'm finished. And I'm like, okay, uh, what seems to be the problem? And again, when you start to have that invitation, what seems to be the problem, which was probably the wrong way to react, but I didn't know what to say. It kind of came out of left field. Uh, all of a sudden, she just started talking about divorce again. It, it's the strangest thing. She can't take it anymore. We have to sell the house. She's going to leave. Bring up some boxes from the basement, she told me. I need to pack my stuff. I can't take it. I can't live like this anymore. I'll, I'll get the divorce papers ready, and I'm going to leave. And, and I'm going to pack up my stuff, and I'm going to put my stuff in a storage facility. And I kind of got my wits about me and said, this is not about me. This is a situation. And frequently when people do things like that, when borderlines behave in such a manner, we go into defense mode because we're human. We want to start to Jade, justify, argue, defend, and explain our position. And if you haven't met Jade before, I'm sure if you think about it, you've done it. 
We all have. We justify, we argue, we defend our position, we explain our position, and of course it's futile because it goes nowhere. So this time I was prepared and I didn't become defensive because what then followed were just a bunch of hurled insults, projections, you know, just her being her and being abusive in which she once again went into a tirade of how we'll drop the divorce papers. She will uh, leave. She's going to put her stuff in storage. She can't take it anymore. She's going to blow her brains out and she doesn't like me. She doesn't like me. Here's a woman who I've been married to for almost 20 years. Somebody I've had a relationship with, if I can call it that. And here she is telling me she doesn't like me. I mean, okay, because she doesn't want the mess in the house. You know, in in this case, it was her mess. It was her papers and things that were in this room that triggered her to feel overwhelmed with clutter. But it was my fault. And that's why she didn't like me because I didn't clean up the basement yet. And she's been waiting for 12 years for me to clean up the basement and I haven't done it. And that means that I don't care about her because I haven't done that for her. Well, I've made an effort to clean up the basement, but I haven't finished the project. And certainly I work too. But again, in her world, I failed her. But what was interesting about this was, and that's why I say it's not you, it's the situation, that within three minutes of the conversation of her telling me that she was going to leave, we were going to sell the house, and she would take half the proceeds, that she wasn't going to leave, that she was going to remain in the house until we sold it. So we went full circle. The emotional weather vane went from north to south very, very quickly within the same conversation. It was strange. It's bizarre how that works. One minute she's walking out the door. And if you haven't listened to my podcast, those who say and those who do, well worth a listen because she's one of those who say usually and never do. So the threat was there. She's going to divorce me. She's going to put her stuff in storage and we're going to sell the house. And from there we went to, she's not going to leave until we sell the house. Uh, and then we kind of went back to normal after a few hours later, even though we are still in what I would call a dysregulated and dysfunctional relationship. And I haven't really figured out what my relationship is because it's not a marriage. A marriage is between two consenting people who care about each other and who have each other's backs and who kind of grow together, not apart. So as we come to the holiday season, I warn you, well, not warn you, but I caution you to think about the fact that it's not you, it's the situation. Because gosh knows the holiday season brings a whole new slew of potential flashpoints with a borderline and or narcissist. Because now we add in extra family, we add in extra stimuli, and we give them an opportunity to rage even more. And we also see how perhaps they think of themselves and not other people because inwardly that's what they do. And maybe we set ourselves up for hurt. But the point of my podcast today is to kind of remember not to allow yourself to remain trapped in their emotional orbit. It requires so much effort, so much energy, so much of us. It's not you. It's the situation. It's what you're in. It has nothing to do with you. Because I do believe that borderlines and narcissists 
are acting out their own drama. And unfortunately, you kind of get caught in the fray. You're one of the actors in the play. You're the person that takes all the punishment, that takes all the rage and all the hurt that may not even involve you. And chances are it doesn't. If your borderline or narcissist grew up in an abusive childhood, chances are they are not really seeing you, but seeing the parent who hurt them in some form or fashion. So unfortunately, we pay the price for that because we choose to remain. We choose to try to rescue the borderline or perhaps the narcissist. And unfortunately, in most cases, that rescue can never be accomplished because they can't even rescue themselves. They can't dig themselves out from the hurt, the pain, the arrested development that they've incurred. And when I saw my wife raging the way that she was and telling me that she didn't like me, I didn't see a 50-plus-year-old woman. I saw a child acting out, a child throwing a temper tantrum, a child angry and inconsolable. And no matter what I said or did, it wouldn't matter. So I didn't become defensive. I didn't justify, argue, defend, or explain. I did a little bit here and there. I did stand up for myself. I wasn't a pushover. But I did not escalate the argument because, just like my other podcast, Gun-Toting Lunatics, if you haven't listened to that one, check it out. It's a good listen. I did imagine that there was somebody waving a gun in my face. Or perhaps they had a knife. Or some other weapon. And what would you do in that circumstance? Would you argue with that person? Would you run away from that person? Would you take them on? So that's what I had to decide. And actually the argument kind of subsided because I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to what she was saying or doing. And I mirrored a lot of the things that she said and reflected it back to her. And that in some way or form actually changed the dynamic of what potentially could have been a huge blowout if I had become or acted angry, hurt, afraid. Was she being serious? Was she not? At this stage of the game, I think when you are involved in a relationship with somebody like this and you've incurred the abuse and the neglect, that after a while, you start to have a thicker skin. Either you have a thicker skin or you do kind of crumple in a heap. And in my case, My skin is pretty thick now. Once you start to see the situation for what it is, it's not you. It's the situation. Things change. The dynamic and the perspective, they change. Now, was I happy? No, I told my wife, you know, how do you think I feel when you tell me you don't like me? That's not very nice. But in some way, I've heard that all before. I've heard that before years ago. And yet, we both still remain. So perhaps we're both codependent in that respect. And until one of us makes a change, and it will most likely be me, nothing will change. So remember, when the borderline rages, when the narcissist rages, when they project outward and they want to hurt you, it's not you. It's the situation that you're presently in. Try to think of it from that perspective, and perhaps it will make it a little bit better. And it doesn't matter whether it's your wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, mother, daughter, brother, cousin. It's not you. It's the situation. Always enjoy hearing from you at myinnertorch at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your support. Thank you very much for your emails. 
Again, please feel free to reach out. New episodes uploaded each and every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a difficult time that we're going into, folks. These are the holidays, and there will be disappointment. There will be hurt. There will be potentially raging. These are difficult times for narcissists and borderlines and for those who love them. So remember, it's not you. It's the situation. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. Till next time, this has been my Inner Torch. <laughs>